Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome to the podcast. This is uh, this is the first episode of our po- of our podcast. My name is Dom. It's my co-host Nico. Nico, say hi. What's going on. All right. So we're uh, I I this is like I I've never done anything like this before. So we'll just see how this goes. All right. So we're we're both pretty big Star Wars nerds, you know. So we're gonna talk a little bit about that. That's hopefully what we want this uh, this podcast to be about. We'll probably shift some topics, maybe go over some like I don't know gaming stuff or other other stuff. But for now, we're just gonna talk about some Star Wars. Um. So, all right, we both have our listings for favorite movies out of the Star Wars. Like, I don't know. It was like a trilogy, and then it was, uh, I don't know, it was, what would you call it? I don't know, you could call it, I mean, there's the original trilogy, there's the prequel, and then there's the sequel, and then, of course, there's the add-ons like Rogue One, Solo, you know, those movies. So, I mean, you could just really call it the order from, if you go from the prequels to the original trilogy to the sequels, and then throw in the Solos and the Rogue Ones. You could throw those in, and that's what we have in the order. So there's eleven. So sure, but I'm saying like, oh, yeah. I I was saying like, what would you call it in total? Like, oh, what would the entire Star Wars like pentology? But pentology is five, and since there's like, for just the sake of things, we'll just say it's nine. There's nine movies. I, I I don't. I don't, I don't know what you'd call it, but we're, we, we have rankings of stuff, so we're going to go over that. So for our number one spot, I, I, have, uh, I have Revenge of the Sith. Yeah, for my number one spot, I have Return of the Jedi. Return of the Jedi is probably, or it is, my favorite Star Wars movie of all time. You know, it has all the actions you want. It has a great, great lightsa- uh, right, lightsaber um, duel between Darth Vader and Luke Skywalker. Luke Skywalker obviously winning that um, by chopping off his father's arm, sort of, hand-ish. And then um, Luke turning um, his father, Darth Vader, to the good side, or the light side, whatever you want to call it, you know, um, turning him to the light side and saving his life practically from um, Emperor Palpatine, you know, electrocuting him practically using his Sith powers and I just and then like them destroying the Death Star everything down on Endor with the Ewoks and all that and I think that they really put Lando into the movie a lot and I love that I love Lando as a character great character in my opinion um and I in all the battles I mean there's a down on Endor there's the um you know the space battle with all this um the ships and everything, the X-Wings, A-Wings, TIE Fighters, and all that. I, I love it, and I think that it's probably the most action-packed Star Wars movie of them all, one of them, for sure. And, uh, yeah, that's definitely my number one. I I mean, I obviously, Revenge of the Sith, I'll go over why it's my favorite in a second, but Return of the Jedi, like, it's a solid movie. It's my number two, but, like, it, it's missing some stuff, you know? If... um. Instead of the Ewoks, it would have been like on Kashyyyk or something with Wookiees. Like that would have, that would have been a plus. Obviously, the whole climax with Vader confirming that he is actually Luke's father. I mean, I obviously wasn't around then, but like in the eighties, I was like huge. I was, oh my gosh, is he actually Luke's father? 
was it was pretty crazy. Um, but there was yeah, I it's 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 definitely one of the better Star Wars movies, but I wouldn't rank it number one. All right. Um, are you going with your number one, or should I keep going with my list? I mean, I can go with number. I can go with my number one, I guess. So, yeah, Revenge go, of the Sith. All right. So, Revenge of the Sith. I mean, if you haven't seen it before, like you're missing out. It's literally my childhood. Like, well, not necessarily, but like, I, uh, dude, I, I guess I wasn't a huge like. I liked it back in the day because. I, I'm probably going to say this a bunch in this podcast, but like General Grievous is by far like he's my favorite character in Star Wars, and some like other diehard fans because I consider myself a pretty diehard Star Wars fan. They might be like, "Oh, what? Why you? Why you like him? He's not force sensitive. He's just kind of a badass dude." Like, I don't. You, you can't not like him. That was because that's the only movie that featured him. I was kind of giving. I don't. I don't know. I kind of had a soft spot for it from the get-go. But then the fact that it like wraps up everything, because if you don't look at the prequel trilogy, like it it wraps up four, five, six, one, two, three pretty well, nice with a bow, because it shows you how Anakin became Vader, um, how Luke and Leia got separated, and it's just super action-packed, even more so than uh, Return of the Jedi only because there's like uh, I, I think there's five lightsaber duels yeah I like to I'm going to interrupt here I like to say that and a lot of people may disagree with me and you may disagree with me but I like to say that Revenge of the Sith is I, I think it's a great movie it's number two on my list but I like to say that duel between Anakin and Obi-Wan on Mustafar and the duel between Master Yoda and Emperor Palpatine or Darth Sidious, mm-hmm. I think those two duels absolutely carry that movie to the higher ranking on people's list. They're great movies, and it's number two on mine. But without those two duels, I think that movie is probably like number five or six. You know, uh, I mean, obviously the duel with Grievous and Obi Wan, like super cool. Yeah, I can um, agree with that. Also, um. But- the um, Mace Windu, the Mace Windu scene. I love that scene. That's a great scene. It is. Yeah. I mean, it's turned into um, a lot of memes and all, but yeah, I still <laughs> think I still think it's a great duel between Mace and um, Darth Sidious. But it's a great part, and um, you know, sometimes it makes me think, like, what if Anakin didn't, you know, just stop Mace Windu? Didn't, but didn't. we're not going to get into that right now. At least, at least not today. No, and yeah, I, today. I do have my problem. Yeah, I, I do have my problems with that particular scene. But again, we could probably get into that at a later date. Um, so yeah, I, Revenge of the Sith. It's it's kind of a it's Revenge of the Sith and Return of the Jedi. Those are both kind of W Star Wars movies. Yeah, those are definitely the top. Always one of the top Star Wars movies ever made. Oh yeah. All right, and then moving on. I don't. I don't know. Do you want to continue with your list or? Actually, I'll we have go. the same. We have the go. same number three. So, I just realized. Yeah, yeah, we do. So, Empire Strikes Back. I'm gonna tell you my reasoning, and then you tell yours. So, I think it's. I mean, I think it's just one of those movies that explains the whole thing. You know, it's just there's, you know, the scene where Luke Skywalker is told 
um, by Darth Vader that he is his father. Um, that scene just kind of like explains exa absolutely everything to me. Um, you know, where they're on the base, it or Luke Skywalker showing off his true Jedi skills. Um, I forgot what the planet's called, but it's where Luke gets. It's at the start of the movie. Uh, oh, the Hoth. Yeah, Hoth. That's what it's called. I remember that from Battlefront. Um, <laughs> he's got. T he's taken by the Yeti-ish kind of figure, and he's hang He's yep. <laughs> and he's hung upside down, and you know he uses his true Jedi skills using the Force and getting his lightsaber and setting himself free, and then killing the the Yeti kind of figure. I forgot what you called it. The Wampa, yeah. Yeah, the Wampa. I mean. I'm I'm a butt in here. It's so stupid because, like, okay, the the Wampa, like, because Han obviously takes Luke's lightsaber and cuts open the the Tauntaun, the horse dude. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I don't know why Luke, because it's in the middle of a friggin' blizzard. Why did Luke get out of the cave, dude? Just I know like, that's what I don't understand. But he was also trying to find the Rebel base. I guess, but like. It's at night. It's in the middle of a blizzard. Dude, just stay in the cave. I know that that that's kind of that's kind of one of those parts in every movie. It's like, why are you doing that? Like, what's the point in that? I get you're trying to make the movie more interesting, but sometimes movies just really need, especially in the Star Wars thing, they just need to take yeah. common sense into the movies. But also, what I love about the movie is, you know, Master Yoda. He's oh my god! He makes that movie for me too. He's hilarious. I mean, hilarious. I mean, you know how? Yeah, my it's home, my home. <laughs> yeah, like I don't know. I I mean, I'm sure fans uh, like who watch the movie because I've asked my dad about it. I'm like, oh, because he saw the movie when he was whenever that was when he was like seven or eight. I'm like. So what did you, what did you think of Yoda when you first saw him? Are you just like, oh, what the heck is this? Or are you like, oh my gosh, that's Yoda? Well, obviously not, but like I, I'm curious to see what people's reactions were to Yoda initially before they realized that he was like actually Yoda. I agree with that. That makes that makes sense to me. I'd I'd like to ask. I asked my dad about it. You know, he's he's not the he was he was not a big Star Wars guy, but he watched all the movies when they came out and he said he liked them. But like he never like went into detail about anything, you know. So he's not not like a huge Star Wars fan like you and I. No, he's not. He loves the movies. He says they're good movies, but he's not like a nerd about it like us. All right. Um so Empire I'll give my brief take on it. It's, I mean, considering that like the first Star Wars movie, like they theoretically could have just kind of ended it there, but this, like, it was a considering like how sequels go, because there's a lot of sequels out there that are nowhere even close to their original counterpart, you know? Yeah. Empire definitely exceeds New Hope. Like, yeah. I get it. New Hope was like, it was kind of the starting off point. It was the real leap. And it really got the Star Wars franchise going, obviously, because it's the first movie. But, like, uh, Empire Strikes Back, it's just kind of like, I don't I don't know. It's, it's just kind of the perfect sequel. And 
it would rank higher in my list if there was more action because there's a lot of dialogue. I mean, it's all necessary for the story, but like, yeah, there's a lot of dialogue. Yeah, I think Empire Strikes Back is the biggest movie in the um in the you know the whole Star Wars thing that explains everything. You know, it makes everything makes makes everything you know make more sense, and that's what I think Rogue One is too. Yeah, Rogue One definitely, and I think yeah, Rogue One is my is my number four. Yeah, Rogue One. It's yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, Rogue One. Just oh, okay. So Rogue One. I I mean, I I don't quite know who our target audience is here because like we're giving a lot of explanations. So I guess I guess we could call this like Star Wars for like amateurs. Like, hey, what movies we think is the best? You know. Um, but like. Yeah, Rogue One definitely carry on top, tied with a bow. Her, like explains, oh, how did the Death Star plans get in, in into Leia's hands? How did Vader track them down? Like all of that. It's like it's it's just so perfectly explained. And I remember yeah, hating I on it after I got out of the theater when I first saw it. I was with a group of friends um, and my dad. And I was, and they were all like, dude, that was so cool. I'm like, I liked it, but everyone died. And looking back on it, as um, as I'm now in high school, I'm like, oh, that was necessary because none of them were in any of the other movies. So that that makes sense. Yeah. So the only per the only people that I found, um, you know, really cool and interesting in that movie were. This sounds stupid, but Darth Vader, really. If you, I mean, you know, seeing his coordinates ish kind of and where he gets to take his suit off and sit in that, um, the Bacta tank, yeah. Yep, the Bacta tank, yeah. I thought that was really cool. And we could, um, see A, see him without his mask or suit on. Um, and yeah, I thought it was really interesting. Yeah, and I kind of mean... showed who Darth Vader. Or Anakin was, you know, really was at that point. And I know I kind of brought this up to you, and it's kind of just a minute detail, and I'm sure everyone notices it, but doesn't really think too much of it. So in um, Empire Strikes Back, when they're on the Super Star Destroyer, I think it's called like I always pronounce it wrong. I know it's spelled like the Executioner, or the Executor, or something, but I always yeah. I think it's the Executor, but it's the Super Star Destroyer, right? Yeah. And on that ship, Vader's got this, like, I, I know there's a proper name for it, but really showing my love for Star Wars is I don't know the name of anything. Um, but it's same like the weird, like, it's like the pod thing, the black, like, I don't know, like home office thing that he has in there. When the one uh, Imperial officer walks in, he's like, hey, they've gone into an asteroid field. Um, Vader has his helmet off in the you can see the back of his head and the helmet lowers down. So that was a compressed chamber where he could take his helmet off and like meditate and stuff. Yeah. So it, it wasn't the first time that we'd seen it, but it was like definitely not as dramatic as um, the Rogue one. one. Yeah. Rogue one where the little hermit dude comes in direct. The Krennic has arrived in the Bacta tank clears and you see the shadowy form of Vader inside. That's yeah. It's way more dramatic than, oh, I'm just going to put my helmet back on. Yeah. 
Yeah, uh, I, I, I like I like Rogue One. It's it's ranked seven on my list, but on four four on my list is Force Awakens. And I know a lot oh. of people can disagree with that. I think Force Awakens is a really great movie. I think it's got a lot of action in it. It explains a lot. The return of Han Solo. Not necessarily a return if you think of it, but I mean, what, it's 20, 20 years later. I think it's more of a return to me. And it's just, you know, Chewbacca's there. I, th- I think the whole thing with Kylo Ren with another... Um, it's, it's great. And how he is... Is I don't know how to say he. He wants to be the next Vader. He wants to finish what he started. started. Even though I don't know why he would want to be the next Vader, when Vader turned back to the light side is what I'm you know is what I'm getting to. But at the same point, a does he know that? B I mean I hope he does. I assume he does. And B I think he does. Yeah, but then B um. I just think, actually, I don't have a beef, but that's it. Um, and then, <laughs> you know, I the only reason, the only thing that I really don't like about that, and I, and I think everybody else can agree with, I mean, they have other things that they don't like, but people can agree with this, is that I think many people thought Finn was going to be that Jedi. I don't know if you thought that, but I 100% I, thought I, Finn I, was I the did. Jedi. I, I thought Finn did. was the Jedi. And I, then I, I saw, a... carry on. Oh, I was just going to say, I have the Force Awakens poster in my room. That was yeah. kind of like the, that was, I guess it was an early Christmas present for me, I guess, because obviously all of the recent uh, recent Star Wars films have come out in December. So it was kind of an early Christmas present. Because like, I remember the trailer came out and like tickets were booked for a long time. And I, oh, yeah. just, moved, I had just moved out here. And yeah. uh, the theater that I went to, um, when I lived back in the city, uh, like, I don't know how my dad got tickets for it, but he kind of surprised me because he had the tickets and then he brought home the poster and I have the poster in my room. And I remember going into the theater. I'm like, oh my gosh, this, this stormtrooper is going to be a Jedi. How cool is that? And then, and then it was Ray. And then the whole sequel trilogy went down from there. I will get into that. Um, yeah, I, I think it's cool though that they had another that they had a girl Jedi going. You know, I think it's a little. It, it, I wouldn't say it's different, but I think it's it's more. Well, it, it is different. You know, I feel like they've always you know focused on the boy Jedi's, and um, yeah, I think it's really interesting. I think Rey is a very powerful Jedi, anyways. Um, but I think it was. I I realized that she was the Jedi when in, um. When she was locked up, and she Jedi mind tricked the the stormtroopers, and the storm that was a funny, yeah, and that was a funny scene too. There's a lot of those you know scenes the, that are just oh funny. My God. The funny thing of the this will actually make I this might make you laugh. Um, th- that was an unscripted scene because there was a I forgot <laughs> the actor, the actor who came in like he just kind of waltzed into the studio as J.J. Abrams is filming this, and he's like. Hey, can I be in Star Wars? And J.J. Abrams is like, uh, sure. So he's like, oh, sick, who can I be? And J.J.'s like, uh, you can be a stormtrooper. And then he crafted this scene, and I, I'm, I really like J.J. Abrams. He's a fantastic director, um, yeah. especially with his sci-fi stuff. Because, I mean, he had literally just directed the Star Trek movies. And the, 
end of that trilogy, like, and I know a lot of like diehard Star Trek fans, like they really hate on the movies with Chris Pine and uh, Zoe Saldana, but I really like those movies. They're it's it's funny. It's just it's kind of the vibe, you know. Yeah. Um, but J.J. Abrams, he's just I I love him as a director, and the fact that he just kind of threw a scene in for this dude. Uh, see, I literally can't speak today. Threw a scene in for this dude. It was just I thought it was funny. Yeah, oh, I, I can I, agree I with that. that. So, um, where did you have Force Awakens? Well, I know where yours is, but I, you wanna, yeah, I, yeah, where was yours? Yeah. I have it at number five. Yeah, I have but, it at number yeah. five for most of the same reasons you did. I I would consider myself more of a prequel fan, but which is ironic because I have my prequel movies ranked fairly low on my list. But I, I, well, again, we'll get into that. Force Awakens had a lot of action and a lot of potential. Exactly. As a, stand- yep. as a standalone movie, I think it was fantastic. However, combined with the other, its other two counterparts, I, I don't think it was that great. Yep. But, I, I I can agree with that. I think it was. I think it was great with, um, with all the action and stuff. But I think it, it just there were some points that just really didn't make sense, and it like kind of you know triggered you at the same time. Like mm-hmm. Ray being the Jedi, I think ninety percent of the world thought Finn was the Jedi. I mean, it made sense, you know, for a Star Wars yeah. movie, a stormtrooper sure. turning to the Resistance to be a Jedi. Like, like, like come on, that that's. That would have been so cool. Like, I think the Star Wars, um, the sequel would have had, like, so much more, so much more potential, and it could be so much better than it already is. I think it's pretty good. And it it would have been pretty, so much better if Finn was the Jedi. And Rey, I wouldn't say go back to being a scavenger, but play Finn's role. Yeah, and uh, Finn is such a meme, dude. I love Ray. Ray! Yeah. He's always screaming, dude. It's so funny. Um, it's so funny. But the yeah. the thing I had with that was once we found out that Ray was the Jedi, then everyone was like, "Okay, she's got to have some like Jedi heritage here. Who is who yeah. she related to?" Yeah. And so then, um, what do you have? I have on for my five. I'll talk about my five next on the list. Um, Rise of Skywalker. And that'll lead into who is Ray's heritage in this movie. And I thought it was a surprise to to everybody because I was thinking that she was going to be um part of the Kenobis. You know, she was going to be Ben I, Kenobi's I did too. granddaughter. I thought she. I hundred percent thought that. And being her being a Palpatine, holy crap! I was shocked by the world. You know, like I that mean, was crazy. I mean, I've watched, I, I don't know if, because I know you and I are pretty big Star Wars Theory fans. Hey, Star Wars Theory, if you're watching this by a million per, like, we, we love you. We, we join our podcast. Obsessed with Please. your gaming channel and your normal channel. channel. Like, dude, honestly, we're, we're, we're kind of Star Wars Theory fans. Your girl. voice, honestly. and this is not to be weird, your voice is so smooth, soothing. It's like... So smooth. <laughs> Not, it's so like it, I don't understand. I, I I can't explain it. It's just God. I love it. I don't have the boom mic because then I could do the really like smooth, silky ASMR voice. He's got that ASMR. <laughs> I love it. 
I love it. Dude, he really does. Oh, crap, something <laughs> fell. Um, so, right, yeah, I said my, my number five. My number five is Force Awakens. Now, I, 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 I don't think Rise of Skywalker should be ranked that high, but I, yeah. I would like to hear your reasoning for this. So, I think that there... So, some of the parts don't make sense, and, you know, I think that... Um, what I heard and it actually came out was they didn't have an initial idea to this movie. It was kind of like, okay, we're going to go off the spot. And they didn't know until they got to the set. Like there wasn't anything before that or anything that Ray was a Palpatine. They were just going to say Ray oh. was just a scavenger with Jedi powers. Oh, and, JJ Abrams. You mean? Yeah. They didn't know that. And that's, that's a little disappointing to me, but I think that this movie has a lot of action in it, or a fair amount. I mean, there's, um, I don't know what the planet is, but they're going to the old um, Death Star, and or Ray is going to the old Death Star it's, with it's, it's Poe Endor. and Finn. Yeah, that's that's what it is. It's Endor. It is Endor because I, I didn't pay attention to that part, but yeah, that makes a lot more sense. And so, yeah, they they she finds this uh, the Sith Wayfinder, I believe it's called, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah I think so. Yeah, and she finds it, and she has that duel with Kylo Ren. Now, a lot of people say that um, that lightsaber duel is very wimpy. Compared, here's the thing, compared to the ones in Return of the Jedi, or to the one, really, in Return of the Jedi, and to the ones in the prequel, that thing is garbage. But if you compare it to the ones in New Hope... And in Empire Strikes Back, I don't think there's a difference at all. Well, I mean, okay. I New think Hope, those are better. Most definitely. Most definitely. But um, Yeah, wait, New Hope has, I think, one. And it, it's it's pretty yeah, bad. With Ben a, Kenobi. It has a lot of meaning, yeah. but it, it's pretty bad. It is. They And I do, I, I don't know what the, I can actually probably look up what the video is called. But it's a, like, CGI mock-up. New hope. Hold on. Let me just see, cause um, I don't know. It's like some. I think it was like the University of something or other. Um, I'm blanking on the name of the video. I just looked it up. I can't find it. Um, it, that's fine. But okay, so I'll. I'll find it eventually. So essentially, this college, I, I don't know why, but I think it was for like an assignment or something, but they had to do a CG animation and they decided to remake the battle from New Hope on the Death Star. And they used mm -hmm. motion capture footage from, um, oh God, I feel like a horrible person. I'm not remembering the dude's name. The guy who played Ben Kenobi. They used most motion capture on him oh, and Darth sure. Vader. Yeah, and uh, they made it look so cool. It like yeah, I saw it for the first time, and they had like Duel of Fates music playing in the background. Like John Williams just stepped it up a notch. I mean, it wasn't John Williams who did the music for it, but like it was crazy, dude. I yeah, I watch it to this day, and I get goosebumps. But it's yeah. like just the. I mean that if that was in the New Hope. It would have made it so much better. But, sorry, that was kind of a tangent. You continue with Last Jedi. Uh, Rise of Skywalker, but yeah. 
Or um, was it whatever? <laughs> so, yeah, I think that I, I think that movie has, and you know, you go to Exegol. I think the start of the movie is really good with you know Kylo Ren on. I don't. I, they never really said what planet that was. That was Mustafar. Because they they cut that was the, that was that Mustafar. Was Mustafar. Mm-hmm. That was in wow. the. It's so stupid because they cut out like this. 20 minute scene in a what no, where the hell was all the lava out. like I, I i i believe you but like i don't under i don't i don't understand what happened it was, all the, lava. the okay, same so, thing with the right. endor like i don't remember all that water being on endor I, although time that, has passed that's the thing sure so on endor if you look at like an outer shot of the planet as they're as their ships approaching there were a lot of water sources and that was in um return of the jedi 2 but like, yeah, I think there, there is actually, forest. yeah. Yeah, now that so I'm thinking I, about it, yeah, there is. That makes a lot more sense now. Um, But Mustafar, like, because I saw it in the trailer and people were like, oh my God, this is on Mustafar. Like, how's that on Mustafar? They cut out a 20-minute scene. So you remember Vader's castle from yeah, uh, Rogue One? So that was mm-hmm. in that courtyard. So it was in the courtyard of that castle. So it was Six on Mustafar. That's interesting. In the courtyard, so it was in Vader's possession in this courtyard, and they were going to have like a whole scene with like a Sith prophet or something that was in the courtyard, and Kylo was going to ask where it led, and the like prophet thing was going to be like it was reminded me of Jabba a little bit from the drawings that I've seen, and yeah. Kylo got all pissed with him and he killed him, but it was. The oh, that would have made that move. Uh, I honestly, that would have been the deal breaker for me for having yeah. Rise of Skywalker higher on my list if yeah. there was more like lore, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I but, think, yeah, Rise of Skywalker, you know, when they go to Exegol, I think, I think the great part about that is when, or of that movie, when Ray and um, Kylo have that duel on Endor. And Leia figures out what she has to do to reach Ben or Kylo. Did you call me or the one? Kylo, yeah, yeah. And um, she she passes, and Ben realizes it, realizes it, and then you know Ray takes. Is it is it her saber? I'm pretty sure it's Ben's saber. Uh, I think okay. it's Ben's saber. From, I think it's his. Okay, so she goes to Luke's island, right? And well, she... not that. No, not that. Not that. When. Oh. When she puts his one of the sabers, it's either Ben's or hers, into into Kylo, and practically was going to kill him. But she, she was going to kill him, and then she force heals him because yeah, apparently yeah, that's what a light, thing now. Yeah, what lightsaber is that? Okay, so she got disarmed. So she technically stabs Kylo with his own lightsaber. That's that's what it was. That's I I didn't know if it was, yeah. I didn't know if it was Luke's or hers or no, um or his. That was- I, I, she technically okay. stabs him with with Kylo's lightsaber, but then yeah. like she steals him and then just kind of like up and runs, steals his TIE fighter. Yeah. And then yeah, and then Ben has that image or memory of Han. Of, of Han. And, yeah. I, I think that I think that part is really good. I, I like that part. Uh, A lot of people say I different. Did. I think that part is really good. And I like what they did. Agree with you there. I do think that bringing Harrison Ford back into it is like a force ghost, and it's so funny because Harrison, oh, dude, I love Harrison Ford. Oh, the man's an absolute legend. Because in an interview, people were like, "Oh my god, did you come back as a force ghost?" It's like, dude, I don't know what the hell a force ghost is. I don't really care. I just came back. I got paid. I left. 
<laughs> I was like, wow, all right. Um, but yeah, I'm going to continue uh, on Rise of Skywalker. I think it's great when she goes back to the planet where Luke hid, and she said she's going to hide out, but, um, you know, Ghost Luke comes, saves his light own lightsaber, gives it back to her, and convinces Ray to go back. gives gives her his uh, X wing, and she takes and she goes back to Exegol with two lightsabers. One being Leia's, one being hers or Luke's. You could call it either or. And and then Kylo going there, them facing Palpatine, bringing the Rebel fleet in, and. I truly thought that that episode was going to end the whole Star Wars trilogy. Or, well, maybe. Depends, actually. I kind of thought I that. Mean, I thought the Rebels were going to lose. 100%. I thought that they, that there was not going to, Land and Han were going to, um, or no, Lando, Lando and, Chewie. and Chewie were not going to get anybody. And I thought it was going to be over. But that, it's Star Wars. I mean, the, the, the light side always wins. Hey, let's be real here. I think that's the stupid part too. Is that I? I think the dark side. As much as I don't like, well, it, I'm kind of even. I'm more on the light side. But I think the dark side should win for once. I don't think they've ever won. Like, I mean, in the last no, they, Jedi, they did technically win with Revenge of the Sith. I guess. Yeah, they did. They, they did. They did. Yeah. So but, I mean, but, yeah. Palpatine, honestly, dude, uh, dude, he literally came back from the dead, and he's like super crazy, like shoots these insane lightning bolts in the air. Like, by that the way, noise that noise that it makes when he does oh, that, dude, crap. that makes the movie. Like, I'm not lying. That noise with all that, I don't understand how or why it does, but I think that makes that movie five times better. I don't know. It's why. like the it's like the seismic charge and attack of the clones. It's just such a memorable sound that just yeah. rips your pants off, dude. Like, yeah, I remember being in the theater and watching that. And the, oh my gosh, dude! I yeah, I was watching I, it with dream seats, the dream loungers. Oh my god, it was uh, a great time. I I watched it in the same theater that I watched Rogue One, um, yeah. and a bunch of other. I think I've watched. No, not all all of the new Star Wars movies because I know I've seen a couple at a uh, couple at Majestic because I know that's where you're talking about. Yeah. But, um. Anyways, so yeah, I, and also like, the um the also in the Rise of Skywalker, I love the part where you hear all the Jedi's, the old past Jedi's. You even hear Anakin Skywalker, Christian. Yeah, Hayden Christian. I, I forgot his name. I don't know his Hayden, Hayden Christensen. No, you were yeah. right. You were right. And then you hear um, old Ben Kenobi. You you hear Obi Wan Kenobi, the younger one. You hear Master Yoda. You I think you use you hear you hear Qui Gon a lot. You and hear Qui Gon a lot. You hear, hear Qui Gon a then, lot. And then for me, he was a huge like I'm sure you probably didn't notice this since you're not a huge Rebels fan. But you hear no, but that Kanan. girl. You hear Ahsoka. You hear Ahsoka. Ahsoka that's her name. Yeah. And you hear Kanan Jarrus. And I heard. Yeah. Dude, I heard his voice because he's one of the main Jedi. Well, he is the main. Well, I guess that's up for debate. If you're a Rebels fan, I don't know. Debate in the comments below. And please join my free gift card giveaway. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, but like when I heard Kanan's voice in that, I was like fangirling so hard because I was like, oh my gosh, it's Kanan. Yeah. He was such a significant character. And spoiler warning, yeah, he dies in Rebels. 
then like the fact that he kind of comes back in canon just kind of makes me happy. But, like, yeah, I respect all right, that. All right, let's keep plugging on our list here. Well, we both kind of we talked about New Hope because we both have New Hope as number six on our list. That's for real here. New Hope is like. In my opinion, I think that movie's boring. I, I hate to say it. I, it's on my list high because it's the first Star Wars movie ever made. And there's some times where I'm just like, that's a good part. I'm going to put that higher on my list. And that's why it's at, what is that for me? I think it's at six for both of us. Yeah, it's at six for both of us. That's like, there's those parts, you know? Yeah. Um. And I, that's honestly kind of the perfect summary for that it's boring at parts because there's a lot of dialogue. But then again, yeah. you didn't have that Star Wars like amazing puts a lot towards the story. Yeah. yeah. Puts a lot towards the story. Um, um all, all right, right. Let's go to seven. Number I seven. I, have... I don't know. I already talked about Rogue One. So talk about your Attack of the Clones. All right. Attack of the Clones is my number two. Honestly, I could probably swap out Attack of the Clones and New Hope because I think it should be a little higher. Like, you know, I can okay. agree with that. I can agree with that. I can 100% agree with that. I have a, I have Attack of the Clones at 8. I think a New Hope and Attack of the Clones could switch. I think it's a great movie. I love it. And that's for that's for both. Ah, there's a lot of stuff in there like obvious, okay. I understand why Anakin and Padme had to have a lot of the movie together because we needed to establish Anakin's love interest because you can't have kids without another person. So exactly, one hundred percent. Yep, that's what but that whole prequel does. I love it. That's I understand it and I love it, but God, they could have sped it up a little bit because then and, uh, I kind of I been... kind of think. It's... Carry on. Oh, I was just going to say, I, I think it's kind of funny how they, like, split Anakin and Obi-Wan up for, like, the first time in forever, and Anakin's on a beach planet with his girlfriend, like, totally vibing. I mean, it takes kind of a turn when they go to Tatooine, find out that his mother got taken by Tuscans, but, like, whatever. Um, like, he's, he's literally at a luxury lake house. His girlfriend's luxury lake house on Naboo, and he's totally chilling. And then you got Obi-Wan running in the rain, chasing after a crazy okay. Mandalorian bounty hunter. Yeah. And his, and his son is also yeah. soon to be even better of a bounty hunter than he yeah. than Django is, being Boba. Which yeah, Django's death was uh that was no point on dude. Like I, I loved it. I hated Django. Just from the start, I saw him and I was like. I don't like the looks of this guy. I don't like it. I hope he dies. And later on, I see freaking Mace Windu decapitate him. And I was like, nice. That's what I wanted to see. That is exactly what I wanted to see. I, Call me a disgusting I, human being. I wanted to see that. And I, I've, oh, I've, I don't know why. I've liked Boba from the start. But like, I guess I like the fact that Django was introduced just so that Boba, like, oh, he was carrying on his dad's legacy and stuff. So yeah. I, he was a necessary character. I think considering his, like, rap, because everyone's like, oh, Django Fett, oh, yeah, we know him. You don't know who that is? Oh, dude, you've been out of the loop. Like, everyone knows who this guy is. Like, he's got such a reputation. Yeah, there's something then, about him. Everybody knows who Django is. 
everyone knows who Django is, and then he dies in five minutes. I'm like, dude. Yeah, I, oh, I was, I, w- I wasn't disappointed, but it was, it was interesting to me talking to other people about it, and especially for me. I mean, people like, I didn't realize who Boba was for a long time. I mean, for a while really? until I really started getting into Star Wars, and I was like, oh, what the heck? Boba is Django's son. No, I yeah. was, I, I was, I was really like, wow. But yeah, Attack of the Clones for me is great. I love the movie. I, it should be higher on mine. I think I made a mistake yeah. with that. I did too. Yeah, because I remember I was editing that today. I'm like, oh, I think it should be lower. I'm like, nah, it's fine. All yeah. right, so let's, let's hurry this up. I, my, I, I have parents who want me to wrap this up here, so we'll we'll, right. we'll keep going along here. So you have, well, we kind of already talked about Rogue One. What are your beefs with it? Because it's sitting at, it's sitting at, you're not, well, yeah, it's sitting at, yeah. I think the thing for me was I barely knew any of the people in it. And I think in my personal preference, I like movies that I actually know people in. And I'm a hard person to start, you know, start a series with people i don't know of um i don't know why i'm just like that but i just i didn't know who anybody was first person i saw who i recognized was darth vader and that's quite sad to me in my opinion and then towards the end of the movie you saw princess leia once and that's also really dumb i mean extremely dumb in my opinion because princess leia is the most important character in that whole movie practically and she you and saw she her once for five, five seconds and i think that is bs to me and that's why it's sitting at seven <laughs> yeah that's understandable although i uh, and this is this is one of the beefs that i have with rogue one is like because chronologically rogue one takes place like five minutes before new hope and the fact that Vader, the hallway scene, oh, okay, I love all of the hallway scenes. Like, I, know I like it, but a- like, how weak are those rebel troopers? Like, holy crap, dude. dude. Honestly, okay, if, POV here. Imagine you're sitting in a hallway with a tiny gun, and Darth Vader just pops up, ignites his lightsaber. I, I don't think your shots would be super accurate. Let's be real here. Yeah, that's a fair point. I mean, I would, I no would damage was done though, and I think that's just dumb. That 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 was dumb to me. Vader should have taken a shot at least to the chest or something, yeah. or to the, the shoulder. Not even something. sparks were know. flying off of him. Like you know, maybe I mean, busted a wire, the, but nothing. I mean, or flying off the ceiling as he's like wielding his lightsaber around like a maniac, but like yeah. That's the most so. athletic-looking thing I've ever seen from Darth Vader. Well, when he's in his just... robotic costume, you know? Because, I mean, before he was Anakin Skywalker, you know, freak of freaking nature. But, I mean, he's only he's only <laughs> limited to things because he's wires. He's literally wires. He's got, like... And that's... He's got... He's, like, nubs. He's literally all nubs except for his head. And he's just <laughs> and wired from just there saying. on out. Like, yeah, he's... Senior Wires, like, totally taking names and kicking ass in this. And then five minutes later, when he gets on the ship with Leia, I want them found alive. And just, like, yeah. kind of hobbling around. I mean, I get it. The movies were made, like, 
30 years apart, blah, blah, blah. Different actors and everything. Different actors, all that. But like, come on, there's a, there should be a little bit more consistency there. That, that's the one problem that I have with Rogue One, but it's still pretty high on my list. All right. right, Let's talk about Phantom of Menace. Smoothie. Phantom Menace. Smoothie is boring as shit. Until you get to the Duel of Fates scene, it is boring as shit. The last bit after they leave Coruscant and go back to Naboo, that's when stuff starts happening. You want an, yeah. an hour and a half of that movie? Almost, I think it's like the scene is 45 minutes. It's NASCAR. Honestly, with the pod racing, it's literally NASCAR. But no, and that, that part has nothing to do with... I mean, it does. It, it, it frees I mean, yeah. Anakin from being a slave. But it's also well, just sure, like... Wow, like I, I don't understand. Like they did not have to put that in the movie. There was something that they could have put something else they could have put in that would have made and it so they had better. to introduce make him like the best star pilot in the galaxy, whatever, because he's the like the first human who wins a pod race or something, which honestly, A, X to doubt because the galaxy's pretty big and pod yeah. racing is pretty popular. So I'm sure he's not the first. And B, dude. Hurry up with the scene, honestly. It took so long. Honestly, sometimes when I'm just trying to catch, yeah, when I'm just trying to catch new things in movies, I will literally skip that whole scene. There's nothing to see in that scene. For any nerds out there that are trying to catch things in Phantom and Manus, just skip the pod racing part. You'll find nothing because there's absolutely nothing. I guess this is kind of, I mean, I kind of talked about this before, but I don't really know who we're like marketing this to. So I guess kind of Star Wars for dummies. I mean, if you're really wanting to watch Phantom Menace for the first time, watch it all the way through, but just be warned. It'll that it'll like a, it'll make sense. It'll make it'll sense make if sense. you watch it all the way through and you watch the pod racing before and after and during the race. It'll all make 100% sense. But if it'll you were trying to sense. find secret things, like you're trying to find just Easter skip eggs, it. just skip it. Just skip, yeah, just skip it. Because sure, there's aliens in the audience, but like, Really? Are you really paying attention that detailed? No, no, no you're not. All right. Um, but the duel of fates lightsaber scene carries that movie. I'll tell you that. It, That's that uh, light. That is a, that is top three lightsaber duels of all time. Top tier. Agreed. Amazing, amazing. Between the guy right. who played Darth Maul, forgot his name. His fencing art, uh, amazing. Ray Park. Yep, amazing. Ray Park played played the Darth Maul is... with the double sabers perfectly. I love it. Dude, it's ah, yeah, and I guess what we will probably talk about this more because I'm a I'm a Clone Wars dummy. I love the Clone Wars. I'm trying to get Nico to watch it, but I, I it's kind of pulling teeth. So maybe if this podcast picks up, like if people actually start watching it, then then maybe maybe I might be able to convince them to watch it. Maybe but it's a solid. It's a, it's solid, and Darth Maul is pretty significant in the Clone Wars. All right, but, let's go right. to let's go to we can let's go last, last Jedi. Jedi. Last Jedi. I have it ranked last. You have it ranked number ten. I have it ranked. We'll 10, talk, yeah, we'll talk about Solo last, and then we'll then we'll wrap this up, and then I can yeah get this get this all downloaded and stuff. All right, so uh, Last Jedi. Where do I begin? <laughs> there it's, we go. Okay. All right. I'm about to. It's gonna take a while for all of us. Probably. I I love the Star Wars movies. Don't get me wrong here. Like I love all of them, and I will watch all of them. 
all the way through, with maybe the exception to Phantom Menace, because pod racing a Jar Jar. No one gives a shit. <laughs> <laughs> no one cares about pod racing and most of the scenes with Jar Jar and that big fat dude who looks like the off-brand Jar Jar. Mr. Jar Jar Binks! Yeah. Mr. I just did Yoda there. Anyways, Last Jedi, okay, why the fuel? You're running out of fuel the entire movie. Oh, that's a big problem. It's really not a problem in any other of the Star Wars things, and I would stick up for it when it first came out. I'm like, oh, that was a problem in the Clone Wars. No, it wasn't. That was never a problem. This is the stupidest thing ever. A, you send Finn, okay, I get it, and Rose out to find a master hacker to get onto the ship. Okay. Uh, he's going to betray you in five seconds. Not even the guy which you're looking did. for. Yep. You, get, did, you got the like, guy. Not even who you're looking for. Got locked in a cell. You, somehow. You got, yeah. you got a guy, uh, Master Hacker, who BB-8 just kind of like, and I love BB-8. He's pretty goaded. But like, seriously, dude, you're putting your trust in the wrong people. The guy's a total creep. I can yeah. do smokes of bourgeois, Mr. Stutter much. Um, Ray going onto Luke's island, him throwing the lightsaber. Come on, come on! Yeah. Like everyone was ex- okay. You, I I'm expected sure Luke Skywalker expected. to accept the challenge, but then yeah. when you hear about what I don't even know who I still believe to this day, Luke's side or Ben's side, I don't know. I understand why he won't train another Jedi to this day. That's I, it's. It's kind of stupid, dude. Like, okay, yeah, you screwed up. Yeah, everyone screws up. Literally, ask Yoda because Count Dooku is Yoda's apprentice, and yeah. that went spectacular. So, I love okay, that yeah, part. we didn't talk about up. that in Attack of the Clones, but that was Count Dooku is a great. Would is he a Sith? Yeah, he's a Sith. He was a great he's Sith a, Lord. Love yeah. that. Yeah. Um. And. I'm trying to think. What else do I hate about Rise of Skywalker? Yeah, Ray. Ray's just kind of whiny the whole time. Luke is just—he's kind of a grouchy old man. Like I, I'm dick. sure, like he, he really is. Like okay, so I can—I'm sure if I asked you, were you expecting him to be way more of a badass? Were you thinking that he was just gonna like totally take names? Wait, what? Sorry. Okay, yeah, like, did you think that Luke was going to just, like, absolutely slay in Rise of Skywalker? I did, but he kind of kicked, I wouldn't say he kicked Kylo Ren's ass, but he made Kylo Ren look like an absolute fool in the last part, and I love that part. I want every gun we have to fire on that man. And he walks out and he brushes his shoulders. (laughs) I I remember laughing at that, because that that is kind of a meme. Yeah. So it's, it's just not... It's not spectacular. And Snoke yeah. dies in like two seconds. The lightsaber scenes are subpar at best. Yeah. What? Two? There's Rain Kylo versus those weird ripoff red guards. And I don't even yeah. know if you call Kylo and Luke's fight. You'd Luke- call those ripoff? Those things are cool, dude. Those things are I, cool. I thought they were the I- Knights of Ren. Which we'll get in. I mean, we already kind of talked about Rise of Skywalker. The Knights of Ren were such a letdown for me. I was. We'll get into that. Yeah. Yeah. We'll get into that probably another time. Yeah. 
but yeah, I, I thought I, I like that movie. It's not I mean, I like all the movies. That movie's a little disappointing. I think it's a little boring at points. But and it doesn't explain very much. But I think You're right. I think I like the Luke Skywalker scene towards the end. I think it's amazing. And um how Ray right. finally is able to lift the rocks and let everybody out and the rebel rebels with what's left of them, because slim the nun right there. What's left of them can um escape. And yeah, it's also you get to see a return of the ATST and those the newer ones, those are cool the new ones, look. the ATMTs, dude. Yeah. Those things are pretty awesome. Yeah. And I mean playing Battlefront 2 with those, I gotta say, because the planet's called Crate. Crate is my favorite map in Battlefront 2. I have to say. It Crate and Hoth are my two favorite. Yeah. I mean, obviously Hoth, you're literally in the Battle of Hoth. What don't you like about that? But Crate, it's just the fight is uh, it's fine, but like the playing it in Battlefront is so fun. Yeah. Especially with the ATMTs. Like it's 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 a cool scene. It's not the coolest. Yeah. All right. And then to top it all off, we have sitting at your number eleven, it's it's my number eight. I don't understand how you have it that high. I think that movie's dog dog crap. I, We're talking literally. about solo. It's dog um, water. I mean <laughs> It's 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 literally so free stuff, water, dude. I, I okay. Coming from I a love guy Lando, who, I love Han, but those guys, Harrison Ford should be Han, and I don't know who Lando's name is. That's I don't that's know what his actor's Gamb- name is, dude. That's Childish Gambino. Yeah, I know who that is in that movie. It's, it's Donald in, Glover, in the, dude. In the original, oh, the original <laughs> land or, or Lando, Lando, Lando. Yeah, yeah I. I get those land. They call them land because Han and all that crap. But yeah, Lando, I, I, I and the original thing is so much better. And it's same with Han being Harrison Ford. I think it's so much better with those two. And I get um, what they're trying to do with um, Solo. But then I'm just like, what was the point of it? Like, really, what I was the point was, of it? I mean, okay, I, I will consent there. That's why it is so low on my list as number eight. I mean, it's not as low as yours. but. Um, it didn't really add anything to the entirety of the Star Wars storyline. However, it was awesome that they gave some backstory on Han, who's just like, he comes in as this lone gunslinger and he talks about, oh, I made the Kessel Run in 12 parsecs. And oh yeah, I pissed off Jabba the Hutt and now I owe him money. Yeah. Um, I feel like they covered everything in the... In the original trilogy of really Han, I, I think that's what they did. In my opinion, I thought I understood who Han was. He was just in everything for the money, and he was practically, if you could call him that, a criminal who just didn't pay his money, which, which is makes him the funny character he is, and I love that, and I think it's amazing. Which I think is kind of funny because everyone's like, "Oh, Boba Fett's the villain. He's literally a bounty hunter. He actually has a paying job. That is his job. Time. You can't call Boba Fett a villain or part. Like that's what I think. Stupid about um, Battlefront is where you get into a hero mode, and I'm not going to talk about ton about this, but you get into Battlefront and you get into like a hero mode or you get a hero, and Boba Fett is on the Imperial side. Like Boba Fett. Yeah, that makes that. In the scheme of things, it makes sense because he was with Jabba and he was 
working with Vader. Because he they hired him for bounties. Power. If the resistance exactly. or or the um I mean the rebels would say the hire same him, thing, sure would he hire him, he would he would be on the light side too. He'd be a rebel. I'm sure I'm sure he would, but considering that we only saw him in the in the bat with the I'm just gonna with the bad guys because we only saw him with the bad guys, it makes sense. I get it. Yeah, hundred percent. I agree with that. But I'm just saying, like Bobo Fett, you can't determine Bobo Fett for Bobo Fett being on the dark side of the light. Total villain at all. At all, you cannot call him a villain. You can call him a bounty hunter, call him Mandalorian, call him whatever, but you cannot call him part of either one of the sides because he's just doing his job. All right. Yeah. Um. And then with Solo, I guess the last little thing that I want to say here is, um. I really, really, really enjoyed that the fact that they brought Maul, Darth Maul, into canon again, like that he's still alive because he's been alive in Clone Wars. He's alive in Rebels. Just glad that they made him live action again. That was pretty great. I know a lot yeah. of Star Wars fans who are fairly casual Star Wars fans who don't watch like the cartoons and read the comics and stuff. Like I'm, I know that they were not a huge fan of that, but I was so psyched with that, dude. Yeah, agreed, agreed. All right, well, I should probably, we should probably start wrapping this up. Yeah, I don't quite up. know how to do an outro here. All right, thanks for listening. If you listen this far into the podcast, we're gonna try and congratulations make- if you listen this far. Yeah, congratulations if you listen this far. Um. We probably asked you to, honestly. We probably know you in person. Um, if you listen this far, it's good. Uh, we'll try and yeah, we'll try and do this again some other time. So that's that's it for today's episode. Um, I don't know. Drop a drop a like rating down below if you can do that with Spotify. I don't think you can, but like, hey, follow our podcast because it's free and you get more of us. I'm sure it was probably kind of a longer episode just talking about the movies. But it's fine. Well, we have some. We, we have will some... turn. We will turn people who don't give a crap about Star Wars into Star Wars nerds like us. We will. I will. Oh, yeah. I will do it to somebody. I will do guaranteed. it to hundred percent. I can guarantee it. I bet you we could get some one of my friends for just from this podcast to do it. Oh, definitely. And we'll probably get them to guest star. All right. Wrapping this up. Thanks for watching the podcast. Um, we will see you on the next one.